0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Welcome to Speed City.
2: With John Massengel, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green, it's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City.
1: Good evening, Gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. Man, we are fired up. We've got a, we had a fantastic Formula 1 race today to watch from Malaysia. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. And you know we
1: what? got we That has made
2: Austin even better. The more the reason you got to get to the Austin
1: 3 race. weeks. We got Austin. How incredible is this? And the and the of course with the results it's ti- the race is tightening up. The it, championship is tightening up. It is still very much alive. And Mercedes did not win the Constructors'
2: Championship. Well, so yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. And, we're keeping the dream uh, Mark alive. Webber did not participate in a shoeie either.
1: <laughs> How did he get away with did not drinking that? out of that shoe? Oh, so
2: this is great. So uh, Anyway, what was so funny about it, Ricardo wins. He does a shoey, He made both of the runner-ups. Nico
1: Rosberg. He made everybody on the podium everybody drink out of the shoe.
2: Christian Horner drank out of the shoe. Well, Weber comes walking out and before you know before anybody can get to it, he grabs the shoe and throws it to the crowd. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was awesome. He's, He's no becoming fool. a tradition, isn't
1: it? Now? He's right. no fool. <laughs> well we're fired up, guys. It's John Massingale sitting next to Les Kaiser Howdy, and Jonathan y'all. Green. How's hey. it going? All right, boys. Well, we got a lot to talk about. We've got oh, we got Oz Negri, the winner of the Petit Le Mans, <laughs> oh, on the man. show. live. The big one. Oz yeah. is fun.
2: He's a fun guy to get to know. So I encourage y'all to stick around. Do we, <laughs> we're gonna, Do
1: we have his daily driver yet? <laughs> I don't know, but we're going to get accused of uh, some sort of favoritism because we have him on the show a lot because he is he's a great guest. That's why I think. <laughs> he
2: is. He's a lot of fun.
1: Anyway, he'll be on at about seven thirty. But we're going to and we've got Inga Strecker. We just got off the phone with Inga. We did a recorded a little segment with Inga because she's it's like two we're in the morning to go over there. <laughs> and uh, and if you know and I I want to talk about Inga because
3: Jonathan, remind us where, what her history was and how it coincides with yeah, your she's history. She's just not this random German we we found. Uh, Inga was my sparring partner in Formula One back in the day when I when I was the the, the wee Will Buxton of, of of the day. Oh, I, I thought he went, that was
2: going to explain the knots on his head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, me and her went head to head because she represented German TV and I was on ESPN for the USA for Formula One, and we were doing what Townsend and and Will Buxton were doing, which is running around doing grid walks and all the rest of it and getting interviews. And back then we didn't have the uh, uh, the kind of the, the, the corrals that they have so you had to individually go and find Mika Hakkinen or G, uh, Jack Villeneuve or who, Damon Hill whoever it was at the time but uh, she was rather beautiful and still is uh, and and blonde and, and German and gorgeous and so she got plenty of good interviews because the guys liked her <laughs> yeah you had to compete with that so yeah, she's had uh, to follow her right <laughs> but she's actually one of the most proficient uh, Formula 1 um, reporters and correspondents in the world so uh, yeah delighted to have her on Speed City yeah we'll have her on we're going to play that
1: t- Segment here in just a second um, Speaking of gridwalks Townsend Bell He did awesome. a great job he today did
2: Great, I You know We see him around The IndyCar stuff but I was really excited to see that he was just as sharp with the F1.
1: Well, and I, you know, I, I really didn't expect him to be that good. I think it's what it was. just be, Not because he doesn't do a good job otherwise, but he's in a whole new environment. He's around the world. Uh, and, you know, I love Will Buxton. Absolutely. But yeah, he just did yeah. a great job. I it was yeah. Great.
3: And, and it's funny because I obviously see a lot of correspondence between myself and Will because neither of us have been, you know, at the top of uh, racing scene. We're, we're both broadcasters. And um, with Townsend, if you can get... I always feel this way, and I certainly feel this way when I'm working with somebody. If you can get an ex-driver to do the job of a broadcaster well, it's awesome. Karun Chandok's doing it now. Tanzan was brilliant today. Because th- there's so much more empathy between the drivers and an actual driver than with a broadcaster. The broadcaster is always looking to kind of trap the the, the the driver, or the drivers are wary of the broadcasters because they don't know how much knowledge they have or do not have, and sometimes they feel wary that they're just trying to trap them into a question. Whereas drivers, Mano man you've been in my seat you, you know what i've been doing and you you know the, the the intelligence of townsend and the questions he was asking today shows that he's been there done that got the t-shirt and he's got the relationship what about yeah.
1: that when he asked christian I know. Today? He was, Oh, him. that was fun yeah, he said, "Who's the greatest, Who's the fastest
3: American?" He said, "Well, of hey, course you, you are." You could tell they had that relationship. So I hope they bring you know I hope they use Tanzan. I mean, obviously, Will's be back, uh, and can't wait to have him back again because he's brilliant. Um, but I hope they find uh, a room for Tanzan down down the road in in Formula One for, with with them. That's great. Speaking you know, of,
2: was you know we talked about it long ago. That I was asked, when are they going to have some Americans commentating on NBC?
3: Yeah.
2: And, you, you know, I mean, it's a very easy misconception to look on there and think there's no Americans when all three of those guys have been living around the U.S. for a very long time.
3: Well, and may I also say, Brian Till, how brilliantly he did uh, when when uh, Lee was away, uh, stepped into the seat um, yeah. and was consummate. He's got um,
2: connections to Texas. Yes, he
3: does. Now,
1: speaking of broadcast questions, somebody just tweeted at us um a good broadcast question. By the way, if you do want to interact with us on the show, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Oh, uh, hey, call us. Or call us. Come can, on the show now. You can call us, 512-643-LIVE, uh, 512-643-5483. And we're going to give away some F1 tickets yeah, tonight, so it's boys worth, and girls. So it's worth calling in. So, yeah. If, is there a trivia question? That we haven't decided is yet. It, we'll we're we'll, we're, we're going to leave them what's, hanging here. What's the, what's the question? I haven't decided what well, the question is. Well, what's the question from the audience? So the suggest- question, oh, that question. Yeah. <laughs> So that question was, how can the UK market... Squirrel. Yeah. This It's this is a good question, actually, because he was like, how can the UK market get three channels of F1 coverage? He said BBC, Sky, and Channel 4. He said all do
3: F1. Because we invented Formula 1. How, how dare you ask the question? It's a British sport, damn it. And I knew there was a reason you wanted to answer this question. I can answer that question. Uh, BBC perennially had a long-term relationship, free-to-air. It was always important for British sport, uh, especially what we call the jewels of the crown, of sport like Wimbledon the boat race uh, FA Cup final and and, and Formula 1 the British Grand Prix uh, as being on free to air that was traditionally how it was but of course TV has changed over the years and now uh, with the emergence of BT Sport and Sky Sports uh, football and all these treasures have gone to pay to pay-per-view. Sky were involved, uh, I was involved in Sky's coverage uh, 10 years ago um, with Formula One Digital. Uh, They then went to the BBC, got a big contract with the BBC. They had it for a while. uh, And then the BBC decided that they couldn't afford to do uh, as much sport as they had been doing. And of course, they still do things like the Olympics and so on. Uh, The BBC were cutting down. So the BBC gave up their rights uh, last year. Sky swooped, in, And obviously there was a lot of complaints that, hey, how do we get to see it if, if we're normal fans and we don't have, uh, you know, a, a cable platform? So Channel 4 got the rights and Channel 4 is a national broadcaster similar to Fox or uh, CBS or NBC. It's a national Free to air broadcaster. So that's how they got the rights. And so, like you say, and of course, BBC Radio continue to be paragons of um, brilliance um, mm-hmm. on the radio side of it um, with their checkered flag and their live coverage. So uh, there's cover yeah, there's good coverage in Britain. But it is also, to answer his question, um, one of the strongest markets for Formula One uh, from a fan point of view and from a, an interest point of view. And obviously, with Jensen doing what he's been doing and the interest in the British teams um, uh, and the strong influence that Formula One. One has in in England um, for a long time. So that's kind of a long way of answering that question. Yeah, well... uh, Child custody, sounds (laughs)
2: like to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) I think you answered their question very thoroughly, by the way.
1: I think they got it. Hey, I saw, before we... I think we're going to move Inga to right after this first break, but I saw an interesting story on, uh, in the Statesman, actually, uh, American Statesman, they're... uh, Their their coverage of Formula One has come back to life. Uh, Yay! (laughs) Yay!
3: (laughs) Year five.
1: Reasons to be cheerful. Yeah, but uh, they had a really good article about how the tickets were selling at Circuit of the Americas. And you know what? I noticed it just very i don't know anecdotally or whatever i just went to the to the, the com to check out tickets and see what was available and there are they are selling very very well i i backed up what i saw on the statesman by just trying to click on tickets on the
3: site they're selling like crazy this year compared to this time last year Big time. Well, and, and, and I think every reason to be. We now have an American team. Uh, it's been an amazing season. NBC are doing what they do. And the Circuit of the Americas has marketed this slightly different. They've got T-Swizzle coming in, uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's what I call it T-Swizzle. T- <laughs> you all tight, right? Uh, I wish yeah, you could see less, this expression. <laughs> T-Swizzle. <laughs> you, you did everything but the eye roll. It was, you can see that's what it was. <laughs> and the weekend. They're putting bands in, okay? Uh, and they're going to have more. And I think this is a really good initiative. They've always had the, uh, the uh, 360 amphitheater. And I think that's really taken off now. And I think more people know about, that aren't necessarily interested in motor racing, know a lot more about um, the music scene out at the Circuit of the Americas as an option um, compared to some of the other venues, and now they're using these big events to bring in, and you know we saw it at Lone Star Lamont, it becomes much more of a festival. And I think Koda are definitely getting it right now, as we as we you know as they grow uh, and attract more uh, you know more fans to it, and and the hope is. You know the, the we'll see sort of uh, events that become more festival-like, more caravans, more more RVs, and so on and so forth. And and like I said, I think that's why the tickets are going so well for Formula One. I mean, it's a good season. Yeah. Well, and I do know
1: way more than I know than I thought I would ever know about Taylor Swift. I have a twelve-year-old daughter, so I <laughs> I have uh, found out lots of information. One of the one of the things that people need to remember is that. They're not doing the the Taylor Swift concert, at uh, I guess the weekend either at the 360 Empathy. They're doing no. it at the Super Stage, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. That was uh, I think they did the same thing at for Elton John. Yeah, for Elton John, and they've done it a handful of times now. Yeah. So
2: and Taylor Swift is Saturday night. After yes. yes, the racing regimen seven p.m. Saturday and, night. Uh, Weekend is Sunday night, so you got two nights worth of excellent concerts.
3: Yeah, the weekend I've uh, been busy. They were on Saturday Night Live last night. And I saw that. I didn't get to them, hear. them. checked but... them out there. Pretty good. I uh, enjoyed it. Um, but um, yeah, looking forward to Taylor. And, uh, yeah, sure. come on out to
2: Taylor and watch Jonathan twerk to Twailer.
3: <laughs> That's I, not easy to say even for you with a bit, I with a bit like that. Uh, I, I just or a kind of twizzle threw, or a twiler. threw up which in is my it? mouth a little bit
1: when you, <laughs> <laughs> you said that. <laughs> all right guys, well uh, we've got uh, we've got the segment with Inga Strecker. She goes in detail and we we discussed uh, today's race with her. It was a fantastic Formula 1 race in Malaysia and uh it was apparently pretty darn hot. I saw 130 degree t- track temperature. And you know, if they keep pushing the Austin race back, we're going to see those same temperatures here one of these times before they know it. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and take our break. And when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about this Formula One. We're going to talk about how you're going to win tickets, and we'll have that segment with Inga Treka back after these messages. <laughs>
3: Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders, Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. Racetrack. It's where legends are born, where only the finest machines earn their reputation for innovation and dominance. Such are the nameplates you'll find at Aston Martin of Austin, Lotus of Austin, Bentley Austin, and Rolls-Royce motorcars. Austin exotic, iconic automobiles whose racing heritage turns everyday driving into an inspiring journey because you're never just along for the ride. Highway 183 north of McNeil Road.
4: Admit it. You've sat there on the couch and thought to yourself that you would be a better race car driver than that guy. Just as the Speed City guys say, it's time to get off the couch and get it in gear. Mustang 4 Challenge is here to make that happen. Get in our race cars and learn how to race. We take you from the couch to the checkered flags, whether for one race or for the entire season. See for yourself at Mustang4Challenge.com.
3: Talk 1370, the right choice.
0: Hey, everyone, I'm Steve Arpin. Drive the Jacob Company's Ford Fiesta for Lone Bro Chip Ganassi Racing. You're listening to Speed City.
3: Welcome back to Speed City. I'll be seeing him next week in L.A. Red Bull, here I come. All right. Well, that's Arpin right. The
1: Jonathan Green's going to be Rally doing the, uh, the commentary for the Red Bull run across. Can't so wait. Love it. That's awesome. Hey, speaking of doing commentary and broadcast, somebody just tweeted at us and said, uh, oh, is there any place can I hear the Formula One race on the radio or something? Mm. Come to the right place. And yes, Speed City will be doing, as we have done every year, we're going to be doing the Formula One race. So you can tune in right here on AM 1370 and hear that broadcast.
2: You know, one so, of the things that's cool about that is each race week, as we get into the race weekend, we set up a loop. So if we're not online live and you're following us there's some great content that we've yeah. got uh, that you know might be historically significant or it might be about this exact weekend so that, that uh,
1: is a great point if you go to the app you just hit the archive stream and we tailor the content for that weekend so if you're trying to get fired up and it's wednesday or thursday Taylor is the content for that
3: weekend. see <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> i knew it i knew, <laughs> I knew it Since you I swiftly moving on <laughs> so I yes, forgot what I was saying, there was you? a
2: couple of eye rolls there yeah
1: so w- you can hear all sorts of cool content everything because we'll be getting some interviews leading up to the race uh we'll probably have some haas f1 interviews uh and speaking of the broadcast Jonathan, you're gonna kill me if, but i'm just gonna say this we're we're, we're gonna get and last you may not even know this guess who's gonna be in the booth with us Santa Claus? The Indy 500 winner, Alexander Rossi. That's the the plan. That's the plan. You know how these things (laughs) change. They (laughs) are 53 coming in-house.
3: No, I, yeah, I'm really uh, I put a request in for that to be the case. He's keen on doing uh, some, you know, some some commentary. He's working obviously that weekend with Manor, um, but, uh, but during yeah. the race, I mean, it's, well, that's the hope. Well, he's driving I mean, the rental
2: car, is what he said. The exactly. Indy 500.
3: <laughs> and hey, what what you couldn't get a better insight into Formula One than than the words of Alexander Rossi. He's been there, done that, and he's probably one of the most technical minds in motor racing. And the way he won the Indy 500 proved it. Well, you know, that is really
2: true. I really like it because he talks about the challenges that we don't hear. And, you know, so often it's like, oh, isn't there an American driver? It's like. You have no idea how complicated it is, and uh, you know there's no better person right now to tell us about the complications and all the hurdles that you got to go through. Do
3: you remember when we were guests of Caterham Formula One when he was a member of that team, and we got to listen on the headphones to the half hour before the race and the pre-check between Uh, the driver and the engineers? Wow, that was in 2012. That was the first race. Amazing. Yeah, a lot of work goes on in, in those cockpits yeah that was awesome and you know
1: what better person to be the only american that has a formula one super license right. right in the on the planet yeah so yeah listen in we're gonna be doing the race and uh and we are fired up about that all right so let's let's go ahead and we're gonna play the segment we did with uh, inga about a half hour ago so it's obviously fresh content we talked about the the malaysian gp so uh let's hear this segment with inga streka Inga Strecker, welcome back to Speed City. What a great day to have you with the incredible Malaysian Grand Prix today. It was so
3: exciting.
5: Hey, I, I think I should say Selamat datang. then, should I?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tidak Masala.
5: Ha, ah, no, that, Terry kasih. thank you.
3: Yes, it's very tasty too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Inga, we got to get your take
1: because it was so, it, it was, I, my mind is one of the best races of the year for sure.
5: Well, it was action from the get-go, that's for sure, with the start crash, uh, which is a little controversial. Um, it was a brilliant race.
3: What did you think? Was Vettel in the f- uh, at fault or not?
5: Well, I, I quote him. Let's do it like that. I'm being a little diplomatic. I'll <laughs> quote him. He said, um, I was fighting with Verstappen, and Verstappen closed in and that's for sure if you see the replay you see Verstappen shutting the door and then zipping out a little bit but you also see that Fettel was carrying too much speed into that tight corner and very unfortunately and Fettel did apologize afterwards very unfortunately um, that was in the moment as Nico Rosberg was preparing um, to go and catch Lewis Hamilton for the second corner so he was already like preparing his move for second corner and he was unfortunately in the wrong place in the one moment yeah but didn't it seem
1: you know Vettel went off on Daniel Kvyat early in the year didn't it seem like a very similar move that he was just just grilling Daniel Kvyat on
4: well
5: but you look at the move Max Verstappen did to the two Ferraris in Belgium um, and it could have been similar seen similar as well he was in the inside in and you know he was basically there trying to make his room
3: yeah can't argue with that that's true What's your thought um, on Red Bull 1-2? Obviously, uh, they've, without a doubt, spent some time in the boonies in, in the last uh, year or so. Um, and I know they were given a little bit of a result for two reasons. Obviously, Wasberg having to go from the back uh, and also Hamilton going out. But um, it's it's got to be really a massive uh, fill-up for them.
5: Oh, brilliant. My congr- Congratulations go to my friends in Austria. Uh, well done. And yes, They may have inherited it a little bit, but you also have to be there and perform to inherit something because it could have as well been, uh, you know, Kimi Raikkonen and Ferrari to speed forward. So I think Red Bull did everything right. They did the right strategy, both drivers. And I particularly love the fact that... They did let both of them race against each other, That although Verstappen was moaning and moaning and complaining that they should order Ricciardo to let him go by, that Ricciardo held his spot and rides out, because shortly afterwards, Hamilton was gone and Ricciardo was storming to victory.
3: Yep, yeah, and I know it's something that didn't come up on the NBC show, but I'm sure it's something that you thought of. Do you remember last year when Renault could do no good and they didn't have an engine, and then no one wanted them as a contract? <laughs> and Christian Horner said they were awful people. Uh, today they got a one-two, and Mercedes blew up. <laughs>
5: Right, but it's now called a Tac Heuer
3: engine. Oh, no, sorry. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. <laughs> but it is ironic. That's Formula One for you, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's quickly forgotten that uh, they were the butt of many a joke, Renault, a few, a few uh, months ago. And I think uh, their reliability today uh, and the season, actually, to be fair, and I think it could play out that they may beat Ferrari. So uh, it has been a significant turnaround for one of the oldest engine suppliers in Formula One.
5: And not to forget um, Danny's shoe on the podium. Oh, yes. I can only imagine how that champagne sparkling sparkling wine would have tasted. Um, and he made everybody drink, like Christian Horner, Max Verstappen, even
3: Nico, Nico Rosberg. Did you
1: see Nico Rosberg's face? I know. He, he reacted Ooh, like yeah. we were all thinking, this tastes like foot sweat. <laughs>
3: right. Well, <I>, we've got <laughs> Les on the like case. It, we
5: got... In fact, Nico said afterwards in a small round, he said, I hope he doesn't win many more races where I'm on the podium with him.
3: We've got Les on the case. He's going to go to Alan's Boots and we're going to get everybody in Austin to put on a boot and then give it to Ricardo if he makes the podium in Austin. That's Don't my plan. do you have like
5: a glass boot in the US that um, you drink beer out of? Yeah, Maybe we, someone should give him as a present that glass boot when he's in Austin. That's a good call. That's a
1: pretty good idea, actually. <laughs> I like that.
3: Well, Inga, it's a bit more hygienic than a, a sweaty race food. <laughs> no kidding. Well, Inga, obviously, I know you're a big fan of, uh, of Nico and, and the Germans obviously want Nico. I presume the German fans want Nico to win uh, in the of battle course. that is Mercedes. Um, a very important day for him and a great drive for him. I mean, uh, he really did keep his head given that his teammate was out. He needed the power. He wanted it. He was under pressure. Um, but I thought he put on a very, very uh, mature display today.
5: Doesn't that show great racing when you have one of the front runners at the back fighting their way through, like Hamilton did it um, before, and now Nico just, like, overtaking... I think he made, like, made up three spots per lap
3: in the beginning. Amazing. Good news for Honda as well, obviously, with both of them finishing in the top ten. Well, first of all, sorry I have to go back to McLaren real quickly, just with a spot.
5: Amazing, really, really lovely what McLaren did for Jensen. It was his yeah. 300 Grand Prix, and they... Transformed the entire McLaren hospitality into a British pub. I think they called it the um, Dog and Button. Yep. Dog and yeah. I think they call it the Dog and Button. And um, they even had darts playing. Almost all of the other drivers came. Danny Ricardo shared a drink with him. He actually said, "I'll have a proper drink for um, for Jensen after the race."
3: What you don't realise is that McLaren take that to every race. You just have never seen it before because they like to have a pub wherever they go because they're <laughs> all from Woking.
5: <laughs> oh, I never get behind the, behind the doors of the real hospitality then. <laughs>
3: and the good news for us, Inga, is that obviously Austin now, I think, will be alive because um, it's going to be n- nip and tuck and Austin again will be a decisive race. It, I, I don't think this year it will decide the championship, um, but I think it's going to be a major, major factor. And again, Red Bull always go well here. Obviously, Lewis loves the place. Vettel loves the place. Um, so I think for, for fans of Cota coming on October 23rd, um, and T-Swizzle, that's my new name for her, uh, Taylor Swift, I think it's going to be a big weekend.
5: I think so, too. I mean, I still have the hopes, as always, that the title fight goes down to the last race in Abu Dhabi because it's always the best if you have it at the last race. Um, but um, I'm pretty sure Austin will see exciting races and, of course, um, um, an exciting fight between those two. Well, great. Angus
1: Strecker, thank you very much for coming on Speed City again, getting us all caught up to speed with the European perspective. And uh, we will talk to you soon. we're really looking forward to the US GP, and we'll hope to give you... You, the insight that you give us from over there. (laughs) Thank you very much. I look forward to it. Thanks, Inga. Thanks, Inga. Appreciate it. I love Jonathan that she was, you and her were pit reporters competing. That was, that's so cool. And well, that, not really. She, if was, we can she just, was way better. <laughs> if we can
2: just get her here, you know, I think we got to show off Texas to her. but I want to hear the stories that Jonathan won't tell us.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, somebody just tweeted at us. I love this tweet, and it's so true. It was uh, Eric Johnson. He said, I admire Alexander Rossi's humbleness. He said, if I was the only American with a super license, I'd start every conversation that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Hey, so Eric's definitely excellent. And marketing. Yes. And speaking of uh, tweeting at us, we're, remember, guys, we got a stack of Formula One tickets we're giving away, and, uh, and interacting with the show is an absolutely good way to get on that list, and the other way to get on that list is to download our app and hit the Enter to Win button, but we are going to give some away on the air tonight as well, so stay tuned, and we're going to give those away. I'm but, bubbling up a, a trivia question. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, because when we come back, we have a... Super badass driver Race driver coming on Who just won the Petit Le Mans we got Nothing small about that Oswald Negri is coming on the show Alright we're going to take a break And listen to Speed City Live from Austin, Texas Back after a quick break
3: It's where legends are born, where only the finest machines earn their reputation for innovation and dominance. Such are the nameplates you'll find at Aston Martin of Austin, Lotus of Austin, Bentley Austin and Rolls-Royce motorcars. Austin exotic, iconic automobiles whose racing heritage turns everyday driving into an inspiring journey. Because you're never just along for the ride. Highway 183 north of McNeil Road. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video 2438 West Anderson Lane.
0: Want to drive your car at speed on Circuit of the Americas? Edge Addicts is your source for more COTA events and more COTA track time. Whether you're looking to host your own event or just be a part of the action, Edge Addicts can get you in the driver's seat and racing like a pro. All levels of drivers and all types of cars are welcome, with instructors available for first-time and novice drivers. Life is short, and adventure is around every corner. So plan your high-adrenaline experience with Edge Addicts at edgeaddicts.com. Edge Addicts. It's better when you're driving. The right choice. Talk 1370. The following is a paid commercial program. Views and opinions expressed are those of the host or their guests and are not necessarily those of Talk 1370 or Intercom Communications.
1: Hey, I'm Tanner Faust, one of the hosts of Top Gear, and thanks for listening to Speed City. Welcome back to Speed City, Tanner Faust.
3: You you worked with Tanner Faust. You did the X Games stuff. I mean, not really. Worked and the with Red Bull because he's been doing the Red Bull, of course. Oh, that's yeah, true. he's awesome. He's a really good guy, actually. That's why I love working okay. in that environment. Is because the guys are not only brilliant um, at driving the cars, they're also done a lot of media work. So they know how to put on a show and also deal with the media and and bring the best out of themselves and their sponsors.
2: I think the most important thing that you know all these drivers have learned is. You got to come on Speed City to win. <laughs> <This> is it.
1: <laughs> Good point. We were just looking at all the winners in Insight, uh, and uh, I think we had virtually everybody on. I,
2: I hey, think, Oz
3: knows the rule. I, I think since we had Pippo Durani on when he was in the Toyota Racing Series, his career has taken off. <laughs> and he's finished it off again with another podium Absolutely. today after winning at Daytona at the beginning of the year. But. Awesome. Well, now speaking of winners, we've got one on the phone.
1: We've got Nine who beat Pippa. We've got the gentleman who yeah, who beat let Just Let's not the, say that too loud. The, <laughs> like the, someone uh, Oz is here. The, the Petit Lamoir, Oz Negri. Welcome back to Speed City, man.
6: How are you? And just like you said, we have got a win to be on your program, right?
3: <laughs> That's exactly it.
2: All righty, welcome and congrats, <laughs> I, buddy. I just, How cool I, is that? I just,
6: yeah, I just wish, uh, I just wish uh, we do it more often.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is true. Well, you had a long day today, a very long day. The Petit Le Mans, as always, uh, growing in strength. Um, But it was an immaculate weekend, and it's very rare that that happens. Tell us, uh, literally, it's been a long few days, but um, really, did anything go wrong?
6: A few things, uh, you know. um, We had a problem with uh, a left rear uh, uh, wheel nut. Uh, that was very very hard to get it uh to get it loose on the pit stops um, that was kind of uh making our pit stops uh, quite a lot longer than uh that what we uh you know uh we would hope for um uh, mechanics uh the Shane crew just worked uh their magics uh, around it uh, you know for each to have an idea when we had the pro- problem uh the first pit stop with the problem it took uh about fifteen seconds uh, longer than uh than what it would normally do and um you know we had just had to deal with uh with it uh during the race uh we uh, me and Ollie, uh we were aware of it and uh the wo- the you know the word was uh uh, go like hell, go like crazy. We need to open up a gap. So if we've got a problem uh, at a pit stop, we can, uh, you know, we have a little cushion, and uh, that's exactly what uh, me and Ollie did. Uh, you know, we 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 were pushing like crazy, and um, I was trying to opening a gap uh, just in case. Uh, you know, we 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 had a, a longer pit stop than what we needed.
2: You know, it's one of those things that, you know, even though we they say they're longer races, it's still one of those things that people just don't realize how many times it comes down to just a couple of seconds in the pit that made the difference. You know, we, we saw it. Uh, my gosh, we saw somebody come in less than two minutes at the end of uh, one of the 24-hour races and lose it. But what are the things that you really choreograph differently in those modes? I mean, it becomes even hypercritical even with the length of these races.
6: Well, uh, like you said, every single second uh, counts um, it, it's a it 's a long race an endurance race uh, one of the longest we have uh, in, in our calendar, but uh, we are flat out from green flag to checker flag uh, and believe it or not, the outlaps on cold tires and the in laps are extremely important um you know we have uh, a spotter in the track that uh you know when we get close to our pit stop window he tells us uh, okay uh you know we should pit like a, a lap earlier or a lap later uh because uh track will be clear and uh, we're gonna be able to push very hard on those laps um, and uh this is crucial you can lose five seconds Uh, on an in or out lap if you get out uh, the pits uh, behind uh, a group of gt cars so everything is 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 so well thought and uh like this weekend uh everything was absolutely perfect for us uh it was a, a redemption from last year last year we had a weekend from hell uh you know uh, the car was badly damaged and um, uh we 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 damaged the car in the warm up and uh you know the car was damaged in the race we didn't finish the race this this weekend we led every single session uh only put it on pole and uh we led most of the race i don't think i ever led a race in my entire career uh by 40 seconds and uh that says a lot uh, about uh, how the desire we had to you know win this race um especially being john john 's last race uh the team's uh, two hundred and fiftieth start uh that would uh you know we really worked so so hard for for this result and uh i'm so happy we got it
3: pretty impressive and i just wonder now given that we're now at the end of the season what has been a, a really uh, successful weather tech amsa series uh this year and it seems to go from strength to strength but there are going to be a lot of changes next year and obviously as we look ahead as we always do in motorsport uh you've got a bit of a winter break and obviously the daytona 24 hours will be coming up quicker than you probably would want <laughs> but um what uh, what first of all what will we do over the winter and how different will the championship look in terms of the fact that we've got the new prototype next year
6: um I think uh I think uh, there will be um uh some times uh that uh, you know that everybody will need to readapt I mean the cars are going to be quite a bit faster than what they are now um you know with more power more downforce uh they will look different um and uh I think uh, the series uh, has done uh, a very good job thinking about this this new um, uh, prototype uh, era, and um, it's just going to be a lot of fun for you know the 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 fans, the public, and uh, you know the people that follow racing, uh, follow IMSA. Um, you're going to see more manufacturers involved. Um, The cars are going to all look the same. I mean, this year, you know, we have the LMP car, LMP2 cars and the DP cars. And uh, obviously, BOP in those two cars is pretty hard. Um, You know, DPs were... Quite a bit faster in some tracks, and, and uh, us with the MP2, we were quite a bit faster in other tracks. So, next year, I think the competition will be very hard, extremely hard, because um, you know, every car will be kind of uh, uh, born from
2: the same mother. You know, I always find the BOP something interesting in. How much of your hand do you show not to get handicapped? (laughs) I always feel like you almost have to race hard, win, but sandbag a little bit, not show how dominant you really could be.
6: Well, you know, everyone, every team and every manufacturer does things different. Um, This year, we were always chasing. We were always, uh, you know, going flat out. I don't think we ever uh send back and uh you know um and and imsa has been they they, how can i say they uh they did a uh a way they found a way to police it uh very hard and uh and uh i think they did a brilliant job boping the cars uh they are uh black and white cars uh like i said um totally different, uh, producing the same lap time but in a different way and uh, next year that that won't happen and uh, you will see a lot closer uh, competition for sure.
1: Well, I think that they've, they, Ems has handled the balance of power really well because that's not an easy thing to do. That's, I mean, think of all the different. Well, you, things. it's a moving target, you know. Yeah, you never but, make everybody happy. Well, yeah. think of all the different ways you make power. Some engines, you know, okay, this engine makes the 500 horsepower. So does this one. Well, this one makes it at fifty-five hundred RPMs. This one makes it at eighty-five hundred RPMs. The torque curve and all that, and the weight of the car. It's there's and it's just crazy. All well, the even the ways.
2: dynamics of which track you're
1: doing it. Yeah, well. all those
2: things.
6: It's yeah. really
1: Really, i think i i think you're right i think it's i think they do i think they do a great job and i think it's uh i think they have to because it, the series is better for it
6: yeah absolutely i mean uh, you know uh normally aspirated v8 engines and uh you know uh, uh v6 twin turbo engines uh, it's it's not easy to make them uh equal unless you know it's uh, free for all and uh, i i really felt they did a good job this year
1: well, I know you didn't have the quite as good results when you came here to our hometown of Austin, Texas, but uh, what did you think of the Lone Star Mall here?
6: I, I liked it. I loved it. Uh, to be honest, uh, my expectations were uh, pretty high there. Um, you know, we were uh, fast in most of the practice. We led the last practice before qualifying, and uh, I felt we had a really good car um unfortunately uh, there was an incident in one of the restarts that uh you know we were put a lap down but uh it's always fun to 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 go and uh, drive at one of the best tracks you know uh, that that um, that we have in our uh schedule and uh austin is is a uh, fun uh great city uh great town uh you know I'm I'm actually happy that uh, the race will be earlier next year because it was I can tell you man it was so hot in in inside our cockpit. Yeah. Uh we know we uh, in a in a P2 car we don't have um uh we don't have uh cool suits or or helmet blowers um and uh there's not much air uh moving around the car so it was extremely hot for us and uh um, it'll be it'll be much better in uh you know earlier in the year.
1: Well, I know that you guys were just had to be miserable. Every person that I talked to at Circuit of the Americas that weekend was whether it was engineers or drivers or anybody was I mean even the engineers were kind of freaking out going we don't know how, how the heat's going to affect everything from the aerodynamics to the uh, the engine cooling everything everybody but I know that you drivers were our, our heroes for getting through that because it was just crazy hot, but
6: yeah and and the, some of the sessions were early in the morning, some of the sessions were like ride me day and or late afternoon, and I can tell you you know we're with exactly the same car, you go. Through the, to the, those sessions and the car handles totally different. And uh, uh, you know, in one session the car is perfectly balanced, and another one it understeers, and on another one it oversteers without changing anything. So um, I think um, that moving the race a little bit earlier in 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 year it will it will make uh, a little bit more consistent uh, for the engineers and for us drivers also.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. We get NIMSA separated from the uh, the World Endurance Championship and coming in May, so that ought to be interesting. I, I mean, well, May, is, May is warm, but not now, as. Oz,
2: I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> you know, set you up for a, a, you know disappointment. But the average temperature in May is still around <laughs> eighty five to ninety one degrees. So, uh, you know, don't don't think you're going to have to bring that sweater.
6: <laughs> I, I, I I will keep working hard uh working out hard. I mean living in Florida like it's it you know I know how it is. It is just that it was brutal. It was absolutely brutal this this year.
1: Well, we've got to you got to be so excited to win the the finale with uh with Michael Shank Racing. I know that's uh that's a big deal and and Petit Le Mans. That I mean that's a big what is it? 10-hour race. That's really exciting and uh, so congratulations on that. But uh, you know, one thing we've probably asked you this before. Before we we let you go, well, we're hoping for a new answer.
3: <laughs> well, I got t- I got a, a second question. Okay, as well. Jonathan, go ahead. <laughs> well, I want to know what you, what you're getting up to between now and the Rolex.
6: Well, um, it, we 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 never have a uh, a a timeout. Um, you know, in, in, in a break. In a couple of weeks, uh, you know, hopefully I can uh, finalize my deal and uh, and go testing. And uh, so uh, we, if if everything goes okay, uh, we will be testing uh, uh, three days in C- C- Sebring and uh, and then uh, November and December in uh, at Daytona. So there is really not a downtime uh, for us, and uh, which. I love it. You know, I, I love driving a race car, and uh, that's all I want to do. And, and so, who needs the brakes, right?
1: <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, yeah. It's it's pretty, rough, a- pretty rough job you've got there. Yeah. If you live in the dream, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, that
2: kind of leads up to our second question. You know, you, you've collected lots of uh, hardware this year. uh now we got to ask you, has that, probably, yeah, right? some paychecks, probably, man, there's some win bonuses, some things like that. Uh, have you upgraded your car? What are you driving every day now?
6: <laughs> I I have not upgraded my car. My wife gives me a hard time because I have a, a 2007 Audi A4, which is falling apart, and I refuse to buy a car because I travel so much, and, uh, you know, I go like, why am I going to spend some money in the car? While I can buy a really nice bicycle that I, <laughs> that I ride
3: a lot. Oh, she! Be- I bet she loves that. Triathlon.
6: She doesn't believe me. She does not. So when
1: you when you go drop the kids off at school or go to a party and you and you show up in a you know a, a nine year old car, and somebody says, "Isn't that the race car driver?" Why is he driving that ratty old car?
6: Oh, uh, I asked my wife. I will ask my wife. Uh, I'll ask my wife if she can lend me her car so I don't look bad.
1: <laughs> What's she drive?
6: Uh,
2: a Q3. Oh right. Okay. Oh, there you go. There
6: you go. Hey, now Q3,
3: listen, Weston yeah. Deutsch technique. I, I used to have an Audi A4 called Annie. Annie Audi A4. Those <laughs> <laughs> things will go on forever. You, you don't ever. They just. They just. I mean, you could leave them running in the garage overnight. Those things to just keep going. <laughs> that on. Sounds right. like a story behind are, that, you, Jonathan.
6: You are. You are absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely right. It's well, just gas and go.
1: Well, Oz, thank you for coming on Speed City. We really appreciate it. Uh, one of our favorite guests, as you can tell, you come on all the time. We, we appreciate it. We wish you the best of luck with getting all those contracts signed and having all uh, all that testing fun you get to have this uh, this off season.
6: Thank you. I appreciate it. It's always, uh, it's always good and a
2: good reason to be talking to you guys. All righty. <laughs> Travel safe, buddy.
1: Thanks, Oz. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Hopefully, me soon. All right. Soon. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Let's do that. Let's do that. Make the plans for me. Yeah,
1: he was right, man. It was uh, it was a steaming hot, and you know when they were talking about today at Formula One in Malaysia, it was uh, what was it ninety one air temperature, one hundred thirty one hundred thirty track temperature. Uh, One of these times, Formula One, it's going to happen here because I mean, what are we at October twenty second. I don't know what that the record high is for that day, but I guarantee you it's been well into the 90s during that well,
2: time. you know, I was watching Bell reach down, you know, in the one spot uh, on the NBC broadcast. He reached down and he puts his thumb into the sealer in the pits, you know, that, that's between the concrete pads and just mashing it. And mentally, I went back to the Dallas Grand Prix in asphalt, just lifting up, sticking to tires and coming apart. Uh,
1: let's not see that yeah that's crazy all right well we're going to take another break and when we come back in the last segment, you will have a chance to win Formula One tickets to in Austin here so please stay tuned and if you want to call that's always another good way to uh, to win some tickets 512-643-LIVE. live all right back after these short messages Speed City live from Austin.
3: Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders, Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable, and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane.
4: Admit it. You've sat there on the couch and thought to yourself that you would be a better race car driver than that guy. Just as the Speed City guys say, it's time to get off the couch and get it in gear. Mustang 4 Challenge is here to make that happen. Get in our race cars and learn how to race. We take you from the couch to the checkered flag, whether for one race or for the entire season. See for yourself at Mustang4Challenge.com.
3: Racetrack. It's where legends are born, where only the finest machines earn their reputation for innovation and dominance. Such are the nameplates you'll find at Aston Martin of Austin, Lotus of Austin, Bentley Austin and Rolls-Royce motorcars. Austin exotic, iconic automobiles whose racing heritage turns everyday driving into an inspiring journey. Because you're never just along for the ride. Highway 183 north of McNeil Road.
0: Want to drive your car at speed on Circuit of the Americas? Edge Addicts is your source for more COTA events and more COTA track time. Whether you're looking to host your own event or just be a part of the action, Edge Addicts can get you in the driver's seat and racing like a pro. All levels of drivers and all types of cars are welcome, with instructors available for first-time and novice drivers. Life is short, and adventure is around every corner. So plan your high-adrenaline experience with Edge Addicts at edgeaddicts.com. Edge Addicts, it's better when you're driving. On air, online, and on your smart device, Talk 1370 is the right choice.
6: I'm Wayne Rainey, and you're listening to Speed City.
1: Wayne Rainey from Moto America. Three-time world champion. Yes, sir. Hey, I want to play a clip, and I want to play this clip because... It is a, Mr. Jonathan Green. He doesn't even know that I'm about to play this. I don't oh. think you know either, Les Kaiser. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh, because about two weeks ago... I we don't know. We <laughs> <laughs> Not what we heard. Uh, we were on the air, and you were talking about your prediction for the races between, uh, between then and Austin...
3: And uh, so let's play this. This is Jonathan Green's prediction. Let's play this. Unless, you know, Hamilton has a complete meltdown, I think we're going to see, yeah, we're going to see a guy predict that Ferrari and Red Bull will win races before Austin and could well be one of the favorites for Austin. So
1: I like the way you start that. You said, if Hamilton doesn't have a complete meltdown. Like today. Like actually, actually (laughs) melting down. Not sure if that
2: was meltdown or
1: what that was. Far off. Implosion. I know you tell us how smart and how good you are. Occasionally I get it right. But yeah, occasionally you do get it right. That was pretty, that was pretty dead on, Mr. Green.
3: Well thank you and like I said I think the other point of today was uh, how quickly Renault were forgotten in the, in the melee I mean you're right they're not even on the side of the Red Bull anymore the, the Renault car I mean obviously Renault have their own team now and that's a, it's a mutual kind of parting in the ways but that you know yeah. it's, it's a tag hoyer but. but you know what when they went across the line when
1: Red Bull went across the line with Renault engines today one two that's what went through my mind as well it's like ah, uh, how soon we forget how yeah, yeah. I think mean, Red Bull yeah. was I mean, they were they were publicly eviscerating Red Bull last year. Yeah, I mean uh, Renault last year. So and, was, Ve- and Vettel's you know era four titles. You know, yeah, pretty crazy. Well, hey, I want to talk a little two wheel, Jonathan, because uh, uh, and with less because both of you guys, you got to spend a, some time watching World Superbikes, and you got to spend some time riding motorcycles, uh, Mister Kaiser. Well, I
2: actually didn't race this time. I was invited, but I did you not. didn't
1: get you didn't get on the bike while you were out I there. I
2: did not. You know, the schedule got out of hand, and I didn't get time to get over there for the practice and so i just sat sidelined and had a good time but we're talking about the texas tornado mad dog nationals that took place last night at colin edwards boot camp and uh down there in yeah, uh, lake conroe lake montgomery conroe, texas, texas montgomery, that's right. but uh fantastic turnout huge i think they said it was the largest turnout they've ever had for the mad dog races you may ask what are mad dog races it's a uh, perfectly legal no animals are harmed <laughs> but uh it is so cool because it is a limited to the displacement of a motorcycle it has to be single cylinder, air cooled, 150 cc or 175 cc, depending on which class you get in, and depending on who's tuning it. Yeah, yeah. and so, uh, but it is it is so cool. It is flat track on the dirt, TT style racing, and uh, there were folks from. I met somebody from uh, Minnesota that came down for the races, and there was also a couple of folks from California that came in. And, you know, the the overlying theme of the entire thing is this is control. You're on a rain tire on the back tire of your bike. Oh, really? A rain tire? Huh. Yeah, so oh, street tie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a street tire. Yeah, uh, it's a street tire, a rain tire, and it is all spinning 100% of the time, it seems. Because you put a
3: knobbly on the front, oh, so you've got a, like a, a motocross tire on the front and a, and a street tire on the back, which mean, which makes it kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, so consequently, the bikes really don't go over about 35, 40 miles per hour, but they are sliding around, they're That's jostling plenty. around, yeah. and this is serious racing at its limit of traction and threshold and control, and uh, it was just fantastic. I, there were so many people there, Having a great time, you know, it was also uh, the inaugural Stephen Bodak Memorial races uh, from the instructor that was passed this year from the boot camp, but uh, phenomenal turnout, very exciting. I'm going to tell you, come over. It was like 10 bucks to get in and uh, well worth the excitement.
1: All right, we got it. Before we do your two wheel, Jonathan, we need to give away some tickets. You said you had a trivia question.
3: It was brewing in the back of your mind. Well, I just want to know two things, because one answers the other. Uh, Jensen Button passed a milestone today. What was it? And who was the first Formula One team, and I mentioned it today in the show, that Jensen Button drove for? So you got to... This is a two-part question, is what you're saying. Yeah. And you got
1: to tweet at us, or Facebook at us, but at Speedcaster on Twitter. Because we
3: were talking about the fact that... Uh, anyway, go on.
1: So the, the question is... So what was the, the milestone that Jensen Button passed today, yep. and what team did he start with? Is that what it was? In Formula One. In Formula One, right. So that's, that's to win the, the Formula One tickets here in Austin. And a chance to see T-Swizzle. T. <laughs> Swizzle oh, And right. Jonathan Twerk <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. gosh No one's going to respond now uh,
3: We don't okay. perform together <laughs> World Superbikes What happened today? Ah, oh, awesome uh, Chaz The man they call The Davis Chaz um, Brilliant um, The championship's on the line Between Kawasaki Johnny Ray should have wrapped it up uh, When we were there in July But uh, it's been going on And him and Tom Sykes Is still going head to head But Chaz Davis Obliterated it on Saturday. It was wet and dry, and he chose the right uh, strategy, and he did it again in perfect conditions uh, today. And another huh. double win for Ducati. So, yay! I bet our boys over here at
1: Ducati Austin are yeah, going to be yeah. excited about that. Ha, yeah. So,
2: this might be the week to go buy that Ducati, folks. This could be it. I, I don't <laughs> think they'll be any happier. They'll Come on. Don't Chaz, get ain't, one. Chaz ain't selling his.
1: <laughs> That's right. Tell, tell them you heard on Speed City they're making deals. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Keep don't your hands that. off
2: the Diablo, though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that one in the corner that's yours, you keep hoping nobody's going to buy. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, that's cool. That's uh, that's a nice way to, uh, to spend your weekend if you're Ducati. Um, so, w- boys, I want to just reiterate a couple things for the GP here in Austin. We're three weeks away. And, of course, all the events are going to start less than three weeks away. In fact, all the teams probably start hitting here in about two weeks in a day or two. Uh, but, of course, we mentioned this at the top of the show. You can hear the – we're going to do play-by-play of Formula One right here on AM 1370 uh, for Sunday's race. And stay tuned to our social media uh, to see all the details. But you can also go – if you want to uh, get all the updates from us, go to uh, go to our website. Click on the, uh, the little banner that says Download the App because there's places to uh, – you can download the app and enter to win Formula One tickets. You can also – Sign up for our email updates, and you can connect with all our social media because we're going to be doing, we're actually probably going to be doing an event for Formula One. We haven't decided exactly when, where, how, why, and what, but uh, we're going to be a a happening an event (laughs) starring Jonathan Green and Les Kaiser. And uh, so, anyway, go to speedcitybroadcast.com. Download the uh, click on the download the app. We have one for the uh, for Apple phones, iOS, and we also have them for Android. Lots of cool content, and of course, the archive stream that we'll be playing. That's playing as we speak, and also uh, during the Formula One weekend, we'll be playing all sorts of cool content. Interviews and uh, any anything that Formula One rated, uh, related will be during that uh, will be during that week on the archive stream. So it's a great place to get fired up about the race. All right. Well, thanks for tuning into Speed City,
3: and we will talk to you next week. Come to Austin. The race for Formula One is on between the Mercedes boys. Ciao, y'all.
6: Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.